seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Are you listening? Damn. You're tuned in to the Black Palette, your destination for black views on black news, black yeah. tunes, black moves, how black everything. Uh-huh. It's our taste, your take. Welcome back to the Black Palette. This is your boy, Lee. And your girl, Pri. Um, and if you're just joining us, I'm sure from the intro, you got a little snippet of what we're going to be doing here. But we just talk about everything here. Any mm-hmm. and everything. Whatever's on your mind, on our minds, what's going on. And um, today, what are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to talk in a little bit about love um, and relationships. You know, it is, uh, what is it? They call it cutty season. Cuffing season, yeah. Cuffing. Cuffing season. Cuffing. Well, either way, you know, definitely a great topic. And there's so much juice happening, especially out there in the social world. Before we get to that, though, you got anything going on in the life that you want to talk about? Anything new happening? I mean, you know, unfortunately for me, you know, uh, dating game has been dry. Dry to the bone. <laughs> I mean, you know. I haven't been hollered at in so long, or maybe it's because I ignore the ones I don't want speaking to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I can't even count how many I've ignored this month. But um, guys, damn, reflections. It really makes you think. Like, ooh, I'm lonely, y'all. I'm lonely. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we keeping that. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real though, yo, Lee, matter of fact, Lee just put me onto this app, this movie pass, and low-key, it just had me like thinking like, yo, I miss the days I used to go to the movies. It was a fun outing, you know, it was an experience. I ain't gonna front, you know, just a couple of months ago, maybe even a couple of years ago, I used to feel like, oh, I'm sick of going to the movies, that's all we do. Now I ain't really doing anything else. I'm like, yo, I miss the movies. So I'm definitely about to check out that movie pass because I'm trying to get back in there. There's some good stuff that's out. But it's not even just about, like, actually watching the movie. It's just, it's low-key being around other people. You know, it's like y'all all there in the same room feeding off of each other's, you know, vibes. And, like, you know, y'all laughing together. Y'all crying together. Y'all like, <gasps> it's it's exciting. I miss that. Are you recruiting our viewers? You trying to get some play? I ain't recruited. What? What you talking about? I ain't trying to recruit and get no play. Look, if anybody's interested in watching a movie with me, they can always hit me up in, you know, well. In the DMs? Look, this is not your personal <laughs> dateline. This is not what we're going to do. Um, well, I'm just saying if there's eligible bachelors out there, I ain't about to shut nobody down. But, you know. Interesting. If you could look yourself in the mirror and you feel like you look decent, you know, you got a good job. You know, I'm just saying. Holla at me, you know. I'm a thick thumbs out, but, you know. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving um, on. She's single, clearly. <laughs> uh, me, on the other hand, you know, it's I'm enjoying the dating life and actually getting out there. Like, for a while, I felt like it was more like a chore, getting to know people. But I'm starting <laughs> to actually enjoy it more now. I bet you are. must be nice when you get play. <laughs> <laughs> no, the difference between you and I is I give people a chance. Just because they're not initially, you know, what I may typically go for doesn't mean that they're a no. I'm giving people the opportunity to prove me wrong. God has blessed me with foresight. I can foresee the bullshit. And for that, I do not waste my time with peasants. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Speaking of not wasting your time, 
<laughs> I know you saw this post Chris Brown put out, and he was talking about how he has one more good relationship in him before he starts hoeing back around again and just saying, fuck it. How you feel about that? Oh, how do I feel about that? Well, uh, Mr. Um, them hoes ain't loyal. You know, it's it's just like, come on, sir. It's like, first off, he's one of them types. I'm just like, you might as well just be a hoe and just do you. Why even try and have a real relationship right now when you know your mindset ain't there? Because it ain't. You know, it's just like, when you look at his previous relationships, he's still young-minded. He's still trying to figure out what he wants. So it's like, why are you trying to bring somebody into the mix and have a pretend to have a real relationship when you know you're not physically mentally spiritually emotionally there so mm-hmm. you talking about i got one good i got one more good relationship in me before i give up boy stop take a break because we already know you ain't loyal you know quick to turn to these hoes maybe look in the mirror may- <laughs> maybe he's trying to turn that around now maybe that's the thing he, you know he's been through all these relationships he's been fucking it up now he's like you know what well, Let me do what? right. Lee, I'm a firm believer in it's like when you see fault in others, it's like, oh, you know, she had problems. Then the next one comes along. She got issues. Then the next one come along. She be tripping. Okay, so you got so many issues with everybody. Everybody got faults. What about you? What did you do wrong? But you know what? The same token, that's that's facts. That's true. I do think that we often put everything on the other person, mm-hmm. and we don't want to accept anything that we do on our behalf. But I also feel like as men, we're quickly the scapegoat, the scapegoat for anything that goes wrong in the relationship. Like, it's always our fault. So, like, you take him and Karuchi, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know the circumstances of their relationship. We weren't in it, but, you know, everybody, of course, is going to be like, oh, this nigga ain't shit. He over here forcing her to do threesomes and shit. Okay, I don't want to say forcing. That's not the, the proper word. But talk to her into doing threesomes and doing all this other stuff. Or maybe she's just a freak on the low, too. Hey, the world will never know. Or maybe <laughs> we do. But um. <laughs> I do know that she was just on some radio show, and she was talking about, I think she was talking about eating booty. I think she was Ew. saying how she used to do that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm completely wrong. That's not what she said. She said she dated a woman. That's what it was. Okay, I'm glad. I'm. I'm I just got other things uh, on my mind. Apparently, clearly, because I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh. no, she didn't eat booty. She um was dating. She was dating a woman. Oh, okay. Well, uh, either way, I mean, like, I mean, even that, it's like, come on now. But yeah, back to Chris Brown because I don't even want to indulge. You know, the sexual uh, experiences. Exploration, <laughs> Explorations. Right. I'm just like, you know, Chris, it's like, work on you. Because, you know, you're changing your hairstyles, you're changing your wardrobe, you're changing your style. You know, it's just, I feel like he's searching. He's searching for self still. And it's like, you can't love somebody else until you love you. I gen- like I genuinely believe that. I don't think he loves himself fully. And it's like, look, I ain't a Yamadan Zaha. I can't fix his life. You know, all I can do is go run to a bush and weep for him. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like I'm I mean, in my Yamla voice, my brother, you need to find you. Find love within before you spew it on another. You know, because you're always going to find faults in relationships. And if you're talking about this, next one's going to be your last and then you're just going to be a smut for life. Then you definitely want to preserve the right for that next relationship and make sure that you're going in it fully 
ready and prepared for the situation because I don't think he is. You know, come on now. I mean, shit, if I was dating Chris Brown, I mean, for one, you know, I, I already know he probably got plenty of honeys around him. Mm-hmm. I'm be like, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why all these groupies up in your face? Oh, I need them for inspiration. The hell you do. You got me. And if no, it, it would be problems. It would be problems. So I'm like. You know, and I, I know people love to play that whole, oh, but you got to be securing yourself, baby, if you got all these groupies. No. There's one thing. <laughs> it's it's one thing to be, you know, secure about yourself and feel like, oh, my man got all these fine women around him, and I can trust him. But knowing his past and knowing what he used to do and knowing he's still capable of it and ain't grow from the situation, keyword growth, ain't there. Oh, hell no, you ain't having all these groupies around you. You know, and me gone. That ain't happening. Not today. <laughs> Not today. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. There definitely needs to be a certain level of trust within that. But I feel like mm, when you're at that magnitude and you have that many people throwing themselves at you, I just feel like you're as faithful. Charlemagne always says this. Says this you're mm-hmm. as faithful as your options that are available to you. And I feel like to a certain degree, that's true. If you got the finest of the fine throwing themselves at you at the daily, it's hard to turn away that amount of. <laughs> I'm just, you ain't hearing y'all, it. <laughs> I'm over here looking at Lee with the utmost disgust because I'm like, you know what? And usually I'm the one talking about like, oh, my God, there's a plethora of fine ass men. I just, oh, my That's eyes, different. I can't, I can't no, handle no, no. it. I feel like on a normal, like normal people who aren't celebrities is different. True. There ain't that many, even if you pop in. You can, you know, swift them to the left. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a faithful nigga. Like, that's me. <laughs> but I just feel like it, if it got to a point where I had that many people really throwing themselves at me, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I would do it. I'm just saying I can see why it's it's easier to fall into it. Definitely. I mean, I get it. It's temptation. Right. You know, it's like you see it. It's around you. And it's like, oh, my God, they're filling me. They want me. They're grabbing for me. They're lusting for me. They're. They're saying these provocative things. They're really into me. I get it. But, I mean, I'm the type of chick where I'm stimulated by mind. So mm-hmm. it's like you could look as fine as you want to look. You could be trying to gravitate towards me, trying to sweet talk me, saying all this, that, and the third. But from a man's perspective, when you have beautiful-ass women around you and you're already sexually driven and it's like, damn, you know, it's fine, it's tempting, and your woman at home ain't providing it or she's not giving you that attention, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's tough, but I, you know, I always, you know, I try to look from a male perspective and from a female perspective, because I know as a woman, I'd be like, uh-uh, oh no, you better keep it in, you better get it together, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I guess it is tempting, but then we shouldn't be in a relationship. Right. You're not ready exactly. for me. That's what it is. That's to me. It's a yes or no. You in or you out. You can't have me and have, you know, put in. And I think, too, like you were speaking about, you need to have yourself together before you invest in a relationship. And I think, too, people jump into relationships to find validation in things that they don't have for themselves. Yes. And I think that's the wrong approach. Um, I know I've been guilty of that myself. So I definitely feel like we absolutely have to figure our own shit out first. Like nobody's going to nobody's going to drag you up. Get your you got to get your own self up. Exactly. Period. And if you got somebody who's trying to drag you up. 
I mean, it could be one way or the other. It could be a positive thing where it's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is an amazing person in your life, and they already see they see the potential, they see who you can be, and they want better for you. Or they just trying to, you know, ha- have a, a charity case, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, be cautious, be careful, be observant and recognize which type of relationship are you in. The one where they value you and they're helping to uplift you, or another one where they're just trying to control, manipulate, and feel good about their damn selves. Hell no. Absolutely. Check and reflect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I love Chris. It's like, get it together, boo. You got a lot. You la- you got a lot going on in your life. Take a break because this next relationship needs to happen maybe when you hit 30. Is he 30 yet? I think so. Did no, he? no, he's probably like, I think he's like 28. Yeah, I was going to say, he ain't hit 30 yet. I was like, wait until you pass the 30 threshold. Maybe maybe you'll get an epiphany. I know they always talking about females when they hit 30. It's like, oh, my God. Wow. I feel beautiful. I just don't care anymore. You know? It's, it's like you almost get that feeling of, you know, confidence. You know, that boost. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're always questioning everything. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? Where do I want to go? Oh, uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. School's over. Now I have a career. I got to figure shit out. You know, oh, everybody else is getting married around me or has kids. I'm still single. I have no kids. But at the same time, you're like, hey, I can do whatever the hell I want to okay. do. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of like an in-between balance. But when you hit 30, you start realizing, like, yeah, um, uh, I'm not saying I'm getting close to the finish line, but I damn sure don't want to be on this boat alone. <laughs> you know, like, I need to find me a partner who right. I could sail with because the shit ain't fun when you see the world around you evolving and growing uh, in togetherness with a significant other, you know, and you're just sitting there chilling lonely lonely being a bystander you know and exactly (laughs) and i feel like you see these positive images like the Dwayne wades and gabrielle unions and it's like damn i want that shit i want that and i'm so happy for them and it's like when i see that love it's just it's magnificent it gives me hope it gives me faith for the future and it's just like yes we need to see more of that that's positive vibes that's good love you Mm -hmm. know and it's like it's I need to see more of that around younger, the younger generation. And I know it exists. I just haven't really seen much of it. But um, that's what I want to see, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Do you? One thing, when I moved to New York, I feel like the thing that I kept being told as far as relationships and finding love and all of those mm-hmm. things was that it's such a fa- fast-paced environment and people are so blinded by how many um, people they're able to be exposed to and, and experience things with yeah. that people aren't really looking for long-term relationships like they do, for example, in the South where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So do you agree with that, being like someone who's from New York? Like, do you agree with that? Well, um, being a New Yorker and really just going with that whole hustle and bustle, ambitious mindset I feel like a lot of New Yorkers, we're fixated, we're focused on not necessarily money, but we're purposefully driven. We live purpose-driven lives in a sense where, whether it's work, where we are driven towards reaching our goals, our aspirations, or whether we're driven towards marketing and engaging other people and building stronger networks and connecting and just expanding. When it comes to relationships... It's just 
not to say there aren't New Yorkers with successful relationships, but I just know it's like there's a lot of singles out here and maybe their standards are too high. You know, I know amongst my friends when we talk or whatever and, you know, I hear what they want. You know, I'm like, damn, that list is long as hell. And then even when they shrink the list, I'm like, that's what you want? I mean, good luck. That's like a unicorn out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you find them, holla at me. I hope you got a brother or a cousin <laughs> that meets those same expectations. But it's like, you know, we just live a life on an elevated level of thought. Right. You know, we we feel elite. As New Yorkers, it's like, you know, the East Coast, the business coast, it's the, you know, the hustle and bustle, the concrete jungle, this excitement, this, you know, you got that that Jay-Z, Beyonce type of love you want. You got that mindset of stamina, ambition, and, you know, like, edge, and big, dream big, and, you know, it's just, and when you think of love, it's like, yeah, maybe we're so fast-paced, we're zooming past quality right in front of our face, you know, it's kind of like, you can meet a good person and you don't even see it because they're not there yet. And you feel like it's wasted time. It's a wasted investment to to groom and mold. Whereas, you know, you see somebody who's already there on your level in your same caliber. And it's like, yeah, I, I can rock with you because you get it. We can build together versus having to build somebody else up. And I think, too, we often look for where we want to be in a significant other. Mm -hmm. And so we look for the people who already got their shit together, who already got everything rocking, but we don't rock in ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that we need to also be willing to work and grow with someone. I know you'll be here looking at me all intently (laughs) like, yes, silly, you get it. Mm, No, not necessarily. I mean, okay. I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna play this whole, you know, sexist Mm-hmm. vibe for a second but i i look for a king i can't even front i know how ambitious i am i know how um how strong and powerful i am and i don't like using the word independent anymore because you know i was talking to a young man before a good friend of mine and he kind of put perspective into it that and he was just like you know when i hear the word independent it makes me feel like she doesn't really want someone else She's not able to coexist because she's so used to doing it on her own. Whereas, you know, a woman who is uh, sophisticated and clever and a team player and, uh, you know, spirited and et cetera, et cetera, basically is more open and willing to engage. Mm -hmm. And I say all that basically to go back to the point where it's just like I'm open to helping someone build who has the mindset and who is already on a path for reaching his greatness, whatever that may be. And you don't always have to be a doctor or lawyer or teacher to reach greatness, greatness within your realm. Right. If you know that you are an amazing chef, Oh, well, I'm going to love the hell out of you for one, because I'll be like, Oh, the meals in the kitchen are superb. You know, I will be your number one, you know, customer. But it's just like, you know, I don't, it's just have, have plans. I love somebody who has focus and who understands, you know, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm figuring that shit out versus somebody just sitting and just giving up. Defeat. I don't fuck with defeat. But I feel like I agree with you. And in that same breath, though, if a chef came up to you, not you specifically, but yeah. a chef comes up to somebody 
and is making, I don't know, $30,000 a year. I don't know how much a chef makes. I'm mm-hmm. sure it can be upwards from that. You're going to throw them to the side if at the same time a lawyer pops in making six figures solely on that reason because they make more money. Hell no. I don't. Well, I'll I'll admit, I'm, I know I'm saying hell no for from my standpoint. I mean, yeah, there probably are women out there who would do that. But what I would say, and I, I'm over here reflecting, too, on that movie, that Steve Harvey movie, Think Like a Man. You remember Homeboy? Mm-hmm. He was a chef. He had potential. And I feel like a true woman who, you know, recognizes potential, you know, she will see, like, oh, all right, you know, this lawyer over here making millions of dollars. But would he really make me happy? He's going to work crazy-ass hours, you know, and he's going to have so much on his plate. You know, is he is he really going to have time for me? Is is he in love? Is he investing where I need him to? And I'm not saying a chef can do that for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, there's so many more layers to it than just the career focus right. and the aspirational. It's like, where are we really vibing? You know, like I hear so many stories about people who have been together for most of their lives. They get married, they have kids, and then when the kids depart, they struggle because they're like, I don't even know who I'm married to anymore. Right. <laughs> That's a problem. You didn't you don't even you don't even know who your spouse is. When's the last time you dated your spouse? Right. You know, and that's how I want to treat a relationship going into it. We need to always treat each other as if we're dating. You know, it shouldn't be like, oh, we're in a relationship now, so it is what it is. You know who I am. I know who you are. No, you're always courting me, and I'm always courting you. So it's like from that standpoint, it's like I know there's multiple variations of relationships. There's the ones where women expect the men to be chivalrous and, you know, Mm -hmm. do all the great grandeur, you know, um, eloquent things, you know, buy flowers, hold the door, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's also nice to throw that back on a man and make him feel powerful, you know, Mm. whether it's a massage or taking him to a sports game that he may be interested in or just, you know, going to the bar, you know, getting a drink, if that's what he wants to do. I don't know. You know, simple stuff. But you don't really hear too much about people, you know, uh, engaging the male Mm -hmm. perspective of what it takes to continue to entice um, arouse, excite, keep him stimulated, keep him interested. It's always focused on she. And don't get me wrong, I love the focus on she. <laughs> but, you know, hey, I'm just saying, when you look at uh, couples like you mentioned, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, she loves to broadcast their love and what she does for her man to keep him happy and excited. And, you know, that's great. That works for her. But it's also nice to hear, you know, it's a mutual um it's a mutual affection. It's a mutual level of, you know, I got you, babe. You got me. We're always here together in this cohesive, uh, balance, you know, uh, ecosystem of love. You know, it's a cycle for both of them, you know? So that's dope. That mm. is dopeness. But yeah, what you think? I think that that touches on what I was saying earlier in regards to opening the waters here and, and <laughs> allowing the experience to go, because I feel like we often do myself included kind of shut situations down if they're not the full package of what we're looking for. Yeah. So for me in this new wave of life, I'm trying to really give people opportunities to become something that I could be interested in. So 
sometimes that's going on more than just the first date and taking that impression as the no, this isn't it. Because mm-hmm. I'm quick to be the one that's like, I can tell it's not you. Um, <laughs> notoriously doing that. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. The only thing in regards to independence that you mentioned, um, your friend, you were talking to your friend. Do you feel like he was saying that to you in reference to women specifically? Because I don't feel like any man is going to be like, I'm not going to call myself independent because that sounds like I'm closed off to women in relationships. Oh, no, no. Like, from a female perspective, you know how, like, a lot of, well, I, I hear this a lot. A lot of black men would say, um, oh, you women love to call yourselves independent, strong. Um, like, you know, like, basically insinuating I don't need a man to do mm-hmm. anything for me. That was the that was what he was coming at me with. He was just like, you know, yes, I know you're independent and strong, but sometimes a man likes to feel like he's coming into your world. As and, a man. Exactly, as mm-hmm. a man and not feeling like he's immediately already looked at as you're not even an additive. You're not even enhancing right. my level of strength and independence. Uh, well, you know, or, you know, a power and authority. It's like how... Not saying that I'd have to uh, garnish or diminish my power, but just not coming off so strong that I seem like I don't really need you, you Mm. know? So that's what he was essentially saying. And I was just like, all right, I hear you. And I'm not, and I always like to get advice, you know, from the opposite sex. Because for one, you know, being a being a female, I'm surrounded by my girlfriends always talking to them 24-7 and having them powwows. And it's like, you know what? I started realizing, I'm like, I'm trying to date a man, yet I'm sitting here talking with a whole bunch of females about what I should do. And most of them are in the same boat as me. <laughs> Facts. This is not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Because for one, they all spewing either the same negativity or the same, uh, you know, uh, ideas or options that I was saying. Right. You know, and that's also why they say don't talk to anyone single when you're in a relationship because they are trying to sabotage you on the low. Yes. They want you to be miserable with them. Agreed. I have a best friend that I've had for 17 plus years and she's in a beautiful relationship and that's exactly what I told her. She, you know, and she barely comes to me about her relationship advice and I respect that. But I tell her whenever she does give me, like when she does come to me and she's like, what should I do? I'm like, boo, go to your man and talk to it. Talk to him. Communication mm-hmm. is everything. Don't talk to me about it. Don't ask me for my opinion or what what you think I should do or what you shouldn't do. Because like you said, I'm not in a relationship. I, I'm not familiar with that experience. And it's not like I'm salty and I don't want you to be happy. No, that's far from what I want. I want to see you happy beyond measure. But I damn sure don't want to be the result of providing horrific advice (laughs) exactly you know it's like and i usually try to always stand for positive advice my my typical advice is always in favor of the guy if i know he's a good guy Mm -hmm. it's like girl go talk to him see how he feels understand his point of view that's always how i like to deflect it's like oh no he did this wrong well did you talk to him did you ask him why he did it no i didn't want to ask him i'm just gonna piss him calm down go talk to him Mm -hmm. that's always because communication always seems to be the root of all issues or majority of issues at least you know that's what it always seems from my perspective so that's i mean that's number one but that's that's how i feel in that situation i'm just like yo do you rock it out 
But uh, don't let too many people stir into your pot. Don't let too, too many people give their opinions Absolutely. and their thoughts. And that's the thing, too. Like, even in addition to when you're having an issue with your significant other, mm-hmm. your friends and your family are not going to forget the issue. So be <laughs> weary of what you share and how you vent because you may forgive them. And nine times out of ten, you're going to. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Oh, they not, they're not. They're going to hold it. They're going to hold on forever. It's a wrap. For real. Never let that shit go. Every Thanksgiving, it comes up. Every Christmas, it comes up. Mm. And don't let y'all have another spat because I told Ooh. you. <laughs> they gonna keep a whole, uh, a whole list, a whole reference. They gonna be like, "Girl, do you remember November, uh, uh, November eighteenth, two thousand seventeen, at exactly two thirty three? What he said to you?" And you be like, "What, girl? You remember that?" <laughs> to the second, mm-hmm. that's a problem, because that's like, oh, we done made up and we forgave and we over that. That's an that's another issue for another day. But Lord knows, I I hate the whole bringing up the past. You know, right. if it was forgiven, let it go, poof in the wind. But for some reason, it's like now if it's a repetitive uh situation, like are you cheated once? You forgave him, you let it go, and then he cheated again. All right. It's like, okay, you, you still repeating. You still doing. I get that. That's an issue. But when it's new, new things and new growth and new involvement, it's like, come on now. Why do we still hold that against you? You know, I thought we were starting from ground zero, fresh. You know, why are we digging up old skeletons? Right. You know, I like, I hate that. It's like, for one, my memory, if, if I'm not bringing it up, I forgot it. It's mm. gone. We good. You know, especially with my friends, it's like, we have an issue, let it go. You know, because I let it go. If I didn't tell you to your face, Lee, you upset me about what you said yesterday, guess what? I don't care. I let it go. But if you over there in your mind harboring feelings and emotions about, you know what, Priscilla, you really said something real insulting to me (laughs) three days ago. Three days ago? (laughs) And you now bringing that up? True. Don't harbor on the shit. True. There's an expiration date. How long you can be mad? This sure freaking is. There's an expiration in my in my view. There's an expiration date. I don't know about you, but it's like if I did something that upset you or offended you, you don't even have a month to redeem your frustration. Not even a month. <laughs> you got a 24 hour turnaround, and even that is too much to me. That's like immediately after I offend you, I expect within that hour time frame. If you a real friend or a real fam, let me know. <laughs> but if you don't and you wait past that 24-hour threshold, oh, you must have been real mad because, I mean, <laughs> come on. You know my mouth. You know I'm right. crazy. So I, I'm always saying stuff. But you think I'll be harnessing and remembering what I'll be saying? I don't Right. I don't know. Sometimes you need that time to reflect, though. It's like, Ugh. but then I guess, too, you can overthink it. But sometimes you need that time like, hmm, were they trying to play me? <laughs> what were their intentions? What was the motive behind that? So sometimes you need a minute to kind of go back and regroup. Like, should I bring it up? Is it that deep? Maybe it's not that deep. Nah, it's deep. Let me bring it back up. (laughs) Right. And you're right. It's like, bring it back up. I know my homie, she be having her moments where she be like, you know what? I got to tell them about they self. That's what she do. She tell them about they self. She don't hold it in. Not not the littlest factor. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, girl, you do you. It could be something as small as, you know what? Yesterday, I had two Reese's Cups. You ate one without my permission. 
I had to tell you about yourself. And I'm like, was that necessary? <laughs> right. I'm like, can we pick and choose? What's priority? What's the ranking or the rating of extremities? But we was talking about love, so I'm going to get back on right. love. I'm going to say, more of the story is, I think we just need to communicate across romantic <laughs> friendships, all types of relationships. And I think that's a good point for us to um, transition into our rapid fire. Yes, rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so gangster rap. Whack. Support. We need a system of support desperately. Have none. Loss. Many things. Body. Fat. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries. Uh, Needed. Seriously. Uh. Promiscuity. I don't know. Art. It's everything. Communication. So essential today. It's the number one most important thing and in every realm. Beauty. Beast. Spirit. Spirited creature, person of faith, love, aspiration, everything. Mazel tov. Holla. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps up our uh, rapid fire session here. And I think that was a good session we had today, talking about some some relationship topics. Mm-hmm. Anything that you think that we missed, I want y'all to tweet us at the Black Palette. Let us know if you have anything you want to add, how you feel about um, these situations with Gabrielle Union and Wade, Chris Brown. Let us know what your thoughts are. Yes, let us know. We listening. So with that, um, we, and we're going to wrap this one. We'll catch you guys next week. Follow us, like I said, at the Black Palette, Instagram, the whole nine, and... We'll see y'all next time. Peace.